I've not enough. got any speakers. I've got headphones and. Oh, excellent. Are you okay? Anyway, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Fine. So. <laughs> It's all dragging on a bit now, isn't it, really? Yeah, just a touch. Yeah. Anyway, I suppose we'll have to just carry on and uh, we better get going then. Yeah, let's get going. Stage Door Cast, episode 25. This is Lockdown Sequel 2. Richard, how are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm f- fully locked down now. I feel like yeah. I, haven't, uh, I haven't done anything for, well, over a month, isn't it now? It's uh, a, a well, month, it's, two days, isn't it, or something, yeah? Yeah, well, it's coming to the end of, uh, end of the, the, you know, by Monday, it'll be five weeks. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm feeling quite okay. I'm feeling okay. I'm going out walking every morning and doing a few miles and so getting some exercise, but uh, it's not the same as the uh, the normal interactions, is it? And actually, you know, I'm, no. quite, missing, I'm quite missing work, to be honest. Um, I'm not, right. mis- I'm not missing, I am doing some work from home, but there's only so much I can do because my work is, uh, is not really paperwork or computer work but uh, I've got some stuff um, I can do for ready for next academic year but uh, it's not the same as being there we're having meetings on teams and you know and all that sort of thing yeah. and uh, things are jogging along but um, yeah what about you uh, yeah I'm I'm well I've I've had basically a month when I I've I had a really strange situation I think I probably mentioned it on the last podcast but I'll sort of mention it again I was I was actually doing a show at um, Riverside Theatre, Riverside Studios, um, on the Monday, and we we literally got, and it was like a setup day, a kind of tech setup, and a bit of a look at the show and everything, and see how it was all going to fit together. And um, then, quite literally, uh, at the end of the day, they all said, "Well, we're packing up. This is the end. We're we're, yeah. we're stopping because we yeah. can't go on." And so. We all went home, and since then, um, yeah, like you, I, I, I haven't been, because my job is essentially practical, I have to be there to do it, I, I haven't been working. No. Um, I, I, have, um, I have spoken to some industry colleagues, and, and you know, um, uh, we have a, a thing next week, uh, hopefully, which we'll do, but um, it's, uh, it's all a bit up in the air, to be honest with you, and, and uh, we'll probably get into this a bit later in this podcast, because there are some some well i i you know i'm always a fairly optimistic person but there are some worrying mm. uh, trends that we need to talk about i think a little bit mm. uh, which is how we're going to get out of this and, and the impact it's going to have on the theater world yeah I, I agree i mean i think there's uh there's a lot of things to worry about even even if you know we 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 get over the hump and, and the curve comes down i think there's still quite a lot that we need to uh to worry about really um uh, in regards to getting back to normal because uh, i don't think normal is going to be what normal was i don't think for a while no at least, not, anyway, not, not so. for a long time and i'm so, sure we'll talk about that mm. I, I thought and um, we said that we would do occasional shows where there's no point in us doing a regular um stage door cast every um couple of weeks because there is frankly very little to well there's nothing to review of course at all no i mean I, i've and, seen uh, you know the upside of this i suppose if it's an upside is that there's been a huge amount of stuff online 
um, to watch. Oh, I mean, almost too much to keep up with, really. I mean, there's the Lloyd Webber things every Friday. I, I saw Love Never Dies last night, and I've never seen that before. So, you know, there's a lot of stuff to, mm. to sort of keep you busy, but you can't you can't just sit in front of a screen all day. But, you know, if you follow any of any actor or, <laughs> or musical theatre site on Twitter or Facebook, they're constantly now putting up um, things that you can that, that can keep you entertained. Also, you know, Southwark, Southwark uh, Playhouse is now releasing some of their past shows for um, for view, as are the National Theatre and the Royal Albert Hall. And so there's you know there's a lot of uh, a lot of stuff out there that you can catch up on. It's not all musicals. There's the Shakespeare and there's plays. And uh, in the case of Southwark Playhouse, some some really weird musicals that I wouldn't have gone and seen, and I've watched online. And have absolutely loved. So it's it's interesting. Same with cabaret. There have been some things from like the Crazy Cox, which I like to go to, and places like that, where you know you 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 might not necessarily go and see one of these artists, but when you watch them online, think, well, if they come back when we get back to normal, I will go and see them now because yeah, I've absolutely. seen a, I've seen a, an excerpt of what they can do, and I I really should have gone and seen them at the time. And you know, there's a lot of stuff like that going on, so there are some positives about it. And of course, you don't want to sit in front of a, str- a screen all day watching watching theatre like that, and it's never the same as it being live. But um, you know, to occasionally dip in and out of, I think there's quite a lot you can find if you if you look around for it yeah and in fact i'm going to um point or recommend to our listeners that they they go to the stage and they find a very excellent article written by natasha tripney it's a long read on the stage website uh, and i i will put a link to it in the show notes and it's the 50 best stage shows to stream right now musicals and oh, so right. it's okay. a, it, it tells you just about everything that's on at the moment great you can see and and there is an awful lot and going into the woods is available yeah and of course most of these in fact i think nearly all of them are, are paid you would have to yeah, pay yeah. to see them yeah but even so there is some stuff that you um wouldn't get to see over here at all so well, that's um, that's right i mean i i have i've not seen uh much of the paid stuff but i mean looking at it i mean I, the curtains was on uh a couple of yeah, times I watched, we watched that yeah yeah and i think that was seven pounds fifty well i mean you know for seven pounds fifty take a punt on something and, and have a go and see if you like it you know you might surprise yeah. yourself so um yeah. i'm not saying they're all seven pound fifty but that seems to be about the price for these uh, things that are behind a paywall at the moment it's about 750 and i mean you yeah, know yeah. when when you look at the, the cost of a seat you know it's worth it just to have a look even if you're you're not that that bothered by it you know you're you're getting the experience and you're you, even if you think well I, I wouldn't want to see that again if it comes round, um have a go and in a lot of cases the money is actually going directly to a good cause absolutely uh, maybe to yeah. support the theatre maybe to support a charity or something some, yeah. some of the people have actually made these available for charitable reasons so if you can afford the money and it's not a bad way of uh, keeping yourself entertained no um <clears throat> and with with that in mind um what i was going to say was one of the reasons i thought it would be quite a good time to have a chat today is because this time this date actually this this week in april is traditionally the week where most amateur companies start their spring seasons yeah it would be uh, yeah. the end of april yeah. and, and 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 into may and so over the next two or three weeks in an ordinary time we would have seen literally dozens and dozens of, of amateur shows 
being put on. I mean, and and, you know, and and you know, and missed dozens because they they all appear at this week, and you can only see so many, yeah, can't you? So indeed, they do all appear more or less at the same time. It's yeah. quite. Uh, but so I thought it was quite interesting because, of course, a lot of our friends in amateur theatre have had to. Well, they've all, as far as I I know, abandoned their shows. Yeah. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how they get back. Um, yeah. Because. You know, we and and this is where I think the interesting point is really that I was talking to some industry colleagues uh, earlier in the week, and we were saying, uh, and and this I don't think we were sort of being gloomy about this. I think we were just being realistic. Is that because musical theatre and and my business and and you know everything we are interested in involves audiences, mm. y- you have to wonder how soon you will actually be able to reliably fill a theatre again. And yeah. I personally don't think it's going to happen this year. Well, it's funny you should say that. I was talking to a friend uh, yesterday uh, or the day before, or maybe have been the day before that. I don't know. All the days seem to run into one at the moment. But uh, we, were so- we were saying, you know, even before this happened, I went to see one of the – well, I think it was the last show I saw was City of Angels. And that was on the, uh, I think it was the Friday before the week it all blew up into, you know, we're going to go on lockdown and all of that. And even then, you know, going there on the tube and being in the theatre with all of those people, we then at that time knew that this thing was contagious and you shouldn't touch things and you should wash your hands and all of that. And, and and when I got home, I was like, oh, I don't know really if I should have gone, gone to that, you know, because you're in such close proximity with people. And we were saying exactly the same as you just said there, Cliff, you know, getting back to being able to fill theatres relies on people being confident that they can go and be amongst people again, doesn't it? And uh, mm. that's, that's going to be difficult to achieve, I think, because the virus will presumably still be there i mean and uh you know i just don't know the answer to that would you feel confident in i don't know six weeks 12 weeks whatever i I don't know you know i i think the limited things i'm doing in the next month which are our professional engagements the uh, health and safety requirements are are enormous and the fact that the distancing and you know the fact that they're providing everyone with thermometers and, yeah. and all of this sort of thing. Yeah, and yeah. and it's, it's quite remarkable. And obviously we can't produce stuff in the way that would make it suitable for an audience anyway. So no. we're just not bothering and, and it's all being done remotely. And, and people have seen good examples of that already and the, the TV business that I work in. But the reality is that, that there is two things. I think there's firstly is at what point do you feel that you're able to go out and go into, you know, a major city like London or Manchester or Birmingham or wherever you would go to see a theatre show and feel, as you say, comfortable. So that's the first thing. Mm. And I don't think that's going to happen for a long time until there is some certainty about have you been tested? Have you got immunity? Is there a vaccine? And, you know, we know that that's that's a way off. But the second thing is the economic argument. Mm. I I heard... um, I heard uh, the chief executive of Gatwick Airport a couple of days ago uh, say or write that they don't think they're going to recover from this for four years. Wow. And if you consider that a lot of the West End's summer business is is tourist trade, Mm. uh, I think you're going to see a situation where for a number of years at least, but certainly for perhaps 18 months, that the tourist trade is going to be way, way down. And what is that going to do to these 
uh, feel-good summer shows that are so popular in the West End. Yeah. Um, you normally because they're just not going to be able to do the business. No, no. I mean, let alone then, you know, get the casts and things like that together and and all of that. That's it's it's huge. I mean, the implications are are bigger than that. You know, Edinburgh Festival's been cancelled for this year. Yeah. Will it be able to go ahead next year? I mean, it all. I think it all depends. All of this getting back to, in inverted, you know, commas, normal, uh, depends on whether there are uh, treatments that suddenly become available or a vaccine that suddenly becomes available if those two things if either of those two things happen and people stop dying and it becomes something like a cold you know that you can treat the symptoms and it doesn't develop into pneumonia and it doesn't develop into the lung uh, problems that it does at the moment if you can if if science can crack one of those two things i think people will feel a lot more comfortable but while it's still out there and there's no treatment and you know, there's no vaccine. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that Gatwick four years is quite frightening. Um, well, I mean, I mean, uh, I, you, you know, know, and both you and I have been on cruises, um, yes. and I've 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 been getting emails for I've been with a, with a number of cruise companies now, and they're gradually cancelling all of their cruises for this year. And I think the cruise community has has basically agreed that there's nothing going to happen till next year, you know, 2021 um, at the minimum. And but you know, again, will you feel happy going on a, a cruise ship? Will any ports be open? When will they be? You know, it affects so many. It affects everything, doesn't it? All over the world and so indeed indeed we had a cruise booked in september in september and it's well, been cancelled it was yeah. cancelled last week well i had one booked in august i've got, got one booked in august it hasn't been cancelled yet but i mean it will be i mean i know it will uh so you know it's 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 not just theater it's it's everything isn't it and yeah. uh it's um and I, I think you know the vaccine and all and or treatment route is the only thing that will at the moment i can see make people feel a bit more comfortable about being out in a crowd of people they don't know again you know um so yeah not not good not good news no no and uh and and also um well so much thinking back to the amateur scene for a minute is if you've signed up for the licenses to do a show at a particular time yeah people tend to book ahead so there will be shows pre-booked for next spring and the following autumn um, so even if you've got a show that you've cancelled, there's no guarantee you're going to be able to get it back and revive it at the earliest opportunity. You no. may just not manage to do that at all. I mean, I would hope, and I don't know if this is the case, but I would hope with amateur companies that rights holders and venue operators and you know costume houses and all of that, although they have to make their money, I would hope with amateur companies they would be able to sort out some kind of refund of of monies already paid. Otherwise, you know, a, no, a lot of amateur companies um, will just not be able to sustain that, will they? Um, no, indeed. If, if well, they, one would one lose. would hope if um you know for 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 rights uh, acquisition, there's a there's a, usually an upfront yeah. fee, isn't there? And and yeah. then it's a, a percentage of the ticket sales. Yeah. So um, hopefully, if they'll let them sort of carry that over to another booking maybe that was the way way forward there. Yeah. but uh, it's certainly I mean, not easy i mean similarly with venues i mean everyone's got to make their money out of of, of whatever they do for theater uh, but you know you would hope with amateur companies there'd be some way of, mm. of 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 lessening the blow i suppose is the only way to th- yeah. to, to think about it isn't it really so um yeah i thought i thought there were there were a couple of uh, interesting uh notes we've talked quite a lot about sleepless uh, at uh, Wembley Park yeah uh, the show that 
that we previewed um, and has never actually opened, of course. No, it sh- should have been running uh, now, shouldn't it? It should have been yeah. running now, I think. Um, uh, Troubadour Theatre, which, of course, had to um, close its White City operation early as well. Um, so I don't know whether that makes it worse for them or not. But uh, a little interesting sideline, which I saw the other day, which is that the costume uh, department of that show, uh, the costume company who are supplying all the costumes, have uh, started making scrubs for the NHS. <laughs> right, okay. And the, produ- the producers of the show have um, uh, donated the fabric, 800 metres of fabric, uh, to help them make uh, scrubs for the NHS, so that's it was quite a, a cheerful story. Something good coming out of what a uh, fabulous uh, looking hospital that will be. Well, actually, <laughs> they were they were a bit more showbiz than the standard <laughs> NHS issue, I have to say. But uh, I thought that was quite interesting, quite a nice little story. Yeah, very um, good. And um, a couple of other notes because I know that you're a, b- a big fan of the Park Theatre in Finsbury Park. Yeah, but they've also. Um, uh, launched a fundraising uh, uh, sort of effort because uh, they have really suffered badly. I mean, yeah. because they're a small provincial. Well, anyway. also they they've only just started. I mean, they've they've yeah. hardly got going. I mean, they had a they were lucky to have a a big success with Rags, which must have uh, which must have made them feel really good. And I mean, since then it's been a disaster. They haven't been able to do anything. So, yeah, I really feel for them. It's a lovely place as well. Mm. Yeah, so I mean, any, you know, if anyone has the opportunity to contribute to that, um, the uh, the musical directors of Six and Hamilton are combining to put on a charity concert, mm-hmm. an online fundraising concert, and again, look out for that. Um, which I think um, uh, I'm not sure exactly. Oh, May the seventh at seven p.m. Right. Um, so it's going to be on the Musical Marathon Facebook page. Okay. Uh, so that would be quite good to look out for. Yeah. And as I say, as you said, look out for a lot of different things that uh, you can see online. Well, I'm going to be watching. There's, the a, there's a Rodgers and Hammerstein concert tonight, actually. Uh, this is Saturday the 25th, isn't it, of April? Yeah. Um, there's a Rodgers and Hammerstein concert on tonight uh, somewhere. I can't remember where. Uh, but look out for it because it's it's fairly star-studded. And I think it's going to be available for a, a week or something like that. So you may still be able to get get that. The other thing with some of these, these things that are being put on from theatres, they're only available for 24 to 48 hours. So reporting on them is a bit difficult when you've got a podcast that you're recording one day and you don't necessarily know that it's going to come out for a couple of days. So you may well have missed it by then. But but some are, are running for seven days. So, um, yeah, keep your eyes out and there, there might be something that interests you. Yeah. And I think the other big uh, news, which I think probably in terms of concerts is uh, is quite big, is that the, the Les Mis concert production is going to become a digital download. Yes, yes, um, I saw that. Uh, which uh, is is a charitable thing that Cameron McIntosh has um, uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> organised. And I think, um, I'm not sure when that's going to be available for the first time, but I think it's a stream thing, so I think you'll be able to get it for a while. Right. Um, and I'm not sure if they've actually announced that when's it actually going to happen yet, but it definitely is um, is going to happen. So look out for that as well if you didn't see it. I mean, I was lucky enough to see it in the cinema. So yeah, um, I mean, with I with you were. with the Cameron Macintosh and the Andrew Lloyd Webber 
owned theatres, if you're interested, it's worth just putting in a theatre name um, because they all link back to either Cameron McIntosh or Andrew Lloyd Webber, those ones, and you'll get the information that way. You won't have to know the specific yeah. website that uh, that you need to go to. Similarly, you know, the Albert Hall, uh, just put in the Albert Hall and it tells you all the things that are, are upcoming and how long they're going to be available for. So it's all, it's all there's a lot out there. Yeah, and, and for those of our listeners who may have children who are interested uh, trying to find something for them to do while they're being sitting at home not going to school, uh, the Royal Opera House has launched a virtual classroom featuring creative home learning activities for children. So right. that's something else which you can find out from via the Royal Opera House website. Mm. Um, and uh, for the next 13 weeks, I think, they're going to be doing things. Um, so it, it will, it, you know, if you've got kids that they might find that interesting they might find it interesting to uh to get involved with yeah i mean the, the government are also i know putting on virtual sort of lessons i don't know what they're like i was talking to my line manager at, at my school yesterday and uh she was saying that there is that is i don't even know if it's up and running yet but the government are, are launching a series of sort of they're, they're quite fun and informal lessons for particularly key stage three uh, kids that's kids who are aged uh, 11 to 14 so you know if you've got kids that's, that are at home and haven't really got anything from their school it might be worth trying to find out a little bit about yeah. that as well yeah. so um, everyone's doing their best aren't they and uh, yeah we're, we're sort of including us we're, we're trying to keep everyone entertained yeah and uh, that's all you can do really um, I mean as I say I'm, I'm, I'm going out for walks every morning which is quite nice I, I don't often go for a little walk and it's really great I'm, I'm waking up the same time as I normally wake up for work and I'm getting out for a walk before everybody else <laughs> not because I'm scared of them but it just has happened that way and it's really nice to go out and just have a walk somewhere without thinking oh I'm going to end up at work here <laughs> I'm going to actually end up back at home which is actually quite a nice feeling are you are you yeah. getting out and about are yeah you, uh... yeah we've, we're doing we've got a um because we live sort of in the country really or, or in a little yeah. village um uh, sort of out out of town a bit and um we walk we've got a little route that's either two two or two and a half k uh there and back or we can go right around in a big loop and do about just under four k so yeah yeah we, we we get out two or three times a week yeah, um, I'm doing about three least. miles every other day and a yeah. shorter walk every every other morning. So, yeah, I'm probably doing more exercise now, actually, than I would normally. But uh, it's not the same, is it, really? It's not the same. Now, as, uh... I'd, I, you know, we're, we're not going to run this show on much longer because there's, you know, precious little for us to talk about other than to debate what may or may not happen. And frankly, mm. none, neither of us know exactly. No. And you know, we obviously we we hope for the best. We hope that, that there will be some solutions to this sooner than later. But I was just sort of mithering and thinking about this the other day. Is that because of the difficulties <clears throat> of restarting theatrical um, sort of production? I did wonder if in trying to find some good out of this, that when gradually or eventually this is all finished, I do wonder if this might <coughs> offer an opportunity for some theatres that would otherwise be empty to put on some, some, some quite short runs of unusual things or different things. Well, you and, never and know, do you? I mean, Yes, and I'm just trying to grasp at sort of interesting things that might happen as a result of this. And, and this is one of the things I think might happen is, is you might get some, you know, very short runs, perhaps some experimental stuff, perhaps some stuff that would otherwise not have got a chance to come in. Uh, and so I do think, hopefully some of that will happen and 
it might give people an opportunity to see things they wouldn't otherwise see. Quite possibly, yeah, it's quite possible. I mean, these places have got to uh, take it easy when they open, haven't they? Because that's when the costs yeah. will start coming back and they've got to then start making some money, presumably, out of all of this. So, yeah, good luck mm. to them all. Yeah, well... I think we'll wrap it up there, Rich. That's it's a good good to have a chat. Yeah, um, I would I would normally say to you at this point, what are you doing next week? <laughs> I'm walking in the morning, doing some work online, and then I'm watching bad TV. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, next week. yeah, and trying yeah, to find I as much that... inter- trying to find as much entertainment online as I can in between. So that's, yeah, that's, that's pretty much what I do. I I I have a little bit of uh, you know I'm not really working, but I. I'm sat sat in front of the computer. My my dear lady wife is working her socks off at, at the moment. Yeah. Uh, because she's really busy um, working from home. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm really providing her with tea and meals, <laughs> and uh, and then uh, drinking tea copiously myself until such point as we transition into a glass of red wine, <laughs> which you know normally we manage we manage at least till lunchtime. That's no, pretty no, good. No, we manage we manage till much later than that. <laughs> much later than that. But there, there we go. Anything goes at the moment, Cliff. So, you know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And anyway, it's been great to catch up. Um, we will um, try and do another show in a few weeks' time, but we will leave it until we've got some, some more positive stuff to t- tell you, I hope. Yeah. And the next show will actually be our one year anniversary. Wow. So, um, we'll try and do something special. But yeah. We'll perhaps leave it for three or four weeks. Yes. Okay. That's good. In the meantime, audience, look after yourselves and, uh, you know, let us know what you're doing to kill the time. If you're, if you've got anything that you need to tell us that we can do to kill within reason, of course. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, I get a few of those already. Oh dear. <laughs> but yes, look after yourself. Keep washing the hands. That's the thing. Oh isn't yeah. It? Very important. Washing the hands. The most important thing you can do, I think. Yeah. Much more important than almost anything else. <laughs> Um, so, so yeah wash your hands keep safe and uh, we will catch up with you in a few weeks yeah from us both goodbye bye for now bye.